Self-care again podcast should not be considered as or replaced with therapy. If you're currently experiencing a mental health crisis, please reach out to your local mental health authority or the suicide crisis hotline. What's up, gang? Hi, gang. Who are you this week, Devin? Mm, the fly on my pants head. <laughs> well, I'm going to be the infamous, now famous saying, I'm speaking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> Maybe they needed somebody else up there moderating because... What was going on with that? They need a black woman. Yeah, like, she just kept saying, okay, thank you, like, thank you, thank you. And it's like, no, you need to tell them, shut the fuck up. Your time is done. They need to turn the mics off or something. Yeah, and you know Trump said that he's not participating in the next debate because it's supposed to be virtual. I think he's hell-bent on getting Joe Biden sick. Because I feel like he thinks that if Joe gets sick, Joe will die. Shit. Why else would you not do a virtual? I feel like he'll get the same treatment that Donald Trump got. He's a high class politician. I mean, yeah, but I don't think I don't think Donald Trump is cured. He looked like he was struggling to breathe. <laughs> he be yeah, that nigga being struggling to breathe. Yeah, so I don't think he cared. I think he just trying yeah. to downplay how serious it is. And you know the medication that he's on, um, the side effect of it is like in like mania and being impulsive what medication he on it's, he's on some special medication um i can't think of the name of it but i mean i posted it on my story some um journalists went into detail about it um but yeah when a when a person is already kind of like a little manic and impulsive so it's times mm-hmm. 10 did you see that um that ad or no that um article where they said donald trump jr was like supposedly like arranging uh intervention <laughs> oh yeah i did see something about that yeah so i don't know hopefully he doesn't make it to <laughs> the next presidency y'all please vote early vote mail-in vote just do what you have to do i mean mm-hmm. right now the numbers are like sky high for like it's a record high for early voting and I just pray that it continues to be that way and everybody goes out and vote because we cannot have it to where it was last election where everybody just assumed the that Trump, he would lose. Yeah. And because it's so many non-voters and the beef between non-voters and voters is exhausting. Girl, and then your friend Kanye out here posting people writing him in on ballots. He's a fucking idiot. For one, that can make the ballot invalid. The ballot invalid because you're not supposed to like show or take a photo of your ballot. Um, and then for two, yes, he is an idiot altogether. So, y'all, please don't write nobody in either pick Trump or pick Biden. Hopefully, you pick Biden, but please don't be writing people in because it mm-hmm. just it does nothing but nothing. skewer the numbers. That's it. That's you it. basically you might as well vote for Trump if you write somebody in. Yeah. So, but anyways, how was your week? It was cool, you know. Let go of some things. <laughs> Made room for new things. Yes. Free up our hands for blessings. Yeah. That's basically what I did. <laughs> so, yeah. But I had a pretty good week, though. 
How was yours? Girl, was good. We did. Y'all, if y'all don't follow us, for one, what the hell are you doing? You should be following us on Instagram at selfcaregang or selfcare.gang. Yeah. And then Devin at sent from Devin. And mm-hmm. then me at it's Desi Cakes. Because we post our stories like the exclusives. Mm-hmm. We really be giving backstage passes to the show. Mm-hmm. And we did a photo shoot. Photoshoot was lit. We're natural born, you know, stars. So, um, those photos will be used for, like, promotional purposes. So, I mean, if you was following us, you could have seen it. But, you know, make sure you follow us because we might post them again so you can get that exclusive. Also, shout out to y'all for getting us to over 10,000 listeners slash downloads. We need the Nicki Minaj button. Okay. (laughs) Shout out to y'all. Y'all so lit for that. Like, wow. That's amazing. Like, to think that at least 10,000 people have, like, heard our voices Mm -hmm. and what the fuck we got to say. Yes. And that's cool. That's dope. And our top countries are United States, of course, United Kingdom, and Canada, and Ghana. Shout out to y'all. And then our top cities are Dallas, Texas, Warren, Michigan. Y'all, we don't know nobody in Warren, Michigan. We need to know who has shouted us out for y'all to be the number two city. Like... For real. Y'all message us on selfcare.gang on Instagram. And, like, show y'all faces. We want to get to know y'all. Yeah. Ask us some questions. You know, we we open over here. So, we, we want to connect with y'all. We want to get to know y'all. We want to see what you like, what you mm-hmm. think we can improve on, all that. Because, you know, we may be doing a tour next year if yeah. COVID permits. Some so. live shows, mm-hmm. God willing. So. Yeah. So, our top cities are Dallas, Warren, Michigan, Atlanta, Georgia, Houston, San Antonio, Chicago, and New Jersey. Yes. That's a good mix. It is. That's kind of like bloop, 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 bloop. Mm-hmm. That's a good mix. <laughs> and New Orleans is in there, too. So. Oh, bitch, that's my city. Bat, 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 bat. Okay, so, okay, shout out to y'all. Continue to share um, our podcast to your friends and family. You know, we trying to do a big, like, mm-hmm. bitch, we need to get signed, okay? Yes. You know what I was going to say, too, about our episode on medication? So... You know, I've been taking um, anti-anxiety medicine. Mm-hmm. And I saw maybe like a couple of weeks ago this meme about Benadryl. And it said, Benadryl, you can't have allergies if you sleep all day. And mm-hmm. that's how I feel about this anti-anxiety medicine. It's like you can't have anxiety if you sleep all day. Girl. <laughs> bitch, I be knocked out. I be over that's there. How, like the first week is going to be like that. Girl, I be over there. I go, I take it at night and go right to sleep. And mm-hmm. then the next day, I be want to nap. I be feel like a little baby. I love it. Yeah, speaking of that, I went to the doctor this week. And you know how they give you the depression and anxiety skill. And even though I knew all the questions, I was like, I could really lie on this. But I was honest. <laughs> and my doctor was like, I think we need to get you back on anxiety medication. Oh. <laughs> so she prescribed it to me. I'm going back and forth whether I want to take anxiety medication or if I want to try CBD. Mm-hmm. So... I think I'm just gonna take anxiety because anxiety because it's cheaper. Yeah, CBD is pretty expensive. Girl, it's starting adding up. But kudos to you for being honest. I mean, and that's what self care gang is about. It's not about us like trauma bonding or anything like that. It's about us acknowledging 
what you have going on because it's human. Like, mm-hmm. it's a lot going on. Like, the fact that you are still here, still living your life, still able to do the things that you enjoy and here to see another day. Like, it's a lot going on. Not everybody makes it. Mm-hmm. So, you True. know, we have to be lenient on ourselves and give our bodies what it needs. So if it's medication, if it's rest, if it's more water, if it's skincare, whatever your body needs, mm-hmm. don't hesitate to give it to it. I agree. So how was your week? Um. Well, let me think. So we did that photo shoot. What else? You know, I've just been a little, you know, <laughs> just a little... Enjoy life. <laughs> feelings. So deep in my feelings. Yeah. <laughs> really like me. Can't control my, my anxiety. anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's cuffing season and whatnot. And, you know, I've just been out here, you know, living my life, chilling. Um, other than that, that's, that's it. You know, just trying to, oh, I took a hike. That's what I can tell you guys. I took a hike by myself on a trail. It wasn't like one of those trails you have to really climb or anything. But um, that was my homework for my therapist because my anxiety. Oh, girl, I saw this tweet where they were like, anxiety sometimes shows up as only being able to do things listed on your planner as like make sure that everything is perfect and you know all this other stuff and I was just Mm -hmm. like oh my gosh like I wish my anxiety was type A Mm -hmm. because my anxiety is like debilitating like so when I talked to my therapist basically I was telling him that it's a guy Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I was telling him that sometimes I want to go to like a trail or to a hike or something and I I get anxiety about well where do I park and then like oh my gosh I have to cross a a busy street to get to it and then like what if I don't know which way to go on the trail because there's not a map like at each you know break off point or whatever Mm -hmm. or like what if something happens or you know like I don't know I just get all this anxiety about it and then like do I wear my mask or don't I wear my mask because outside but other people may be on the trail Mm -hmm. so my homework is really to just at least go and Mm -hmm. park (laughs) and try to get out yeah, and I actually did it. Like I, I walked the whole trail by myself, and it was really, really like if anybody else listening deals with anxiety to that point, like when I tell you, it was really freeing, mm-hmm. and I just loved. Like I brought my AirPods and stuff with me, but I eventually took them out because I just love like listening to nature, like the birds and stuff. Yeah, that's mindfulness. Mm-hmm. Girl, mm-hmm. the squirrels looking at me and me looking at them. Like hey. <laughs> Like that diddy me. Mm-hmm. Keep your distance. <laughs> but, yeah, so if you haven't tried hiking by yourself, just do that. Because I know me and you have, like, tried to go hiking a couple times. Mm-hmm. And just our schedules always end up conflicting. So, yeah, it was dope. Well, that's good. So, I guess we can get into the media segment. Yes, let's get into this juiciness. Tory bitch ass and I just want to go on the record to say fuck Tory fuck Tory Lane (laughs) okay Um, and basically he's been charged 
with shooting Megan the Stallion. He's been charged with possession of a firearm and shooting and then like something else. But I can't remember. But it's three different charges. So Tory has responded and he has informally denied the allegations. Um, on his album, of course, as we already talked about, but he took it to Twitter to basically say, we, time will tell and the truth will come to light. I have faith in God to show that. Love all my fans and people that stay true to me and know my heart. A charge is not a conviction. If you have supported me or Meg through this, I genuinely appreciate you. For one, um, we're we're past nicknames. You need to address her as she is, Megan the Stallion. You are no longer at nickname Miss stage. Miss Megan, what's okay. last name? I don't even know. Yeah, but <laughs> Miss last Miss Stallion, name. Okay. Miss Stallion, and don't speak her name up again. And why are you saying support me or me, girl? Because he is he he want her back. I just feel like a lot of people are like, do you think he did it? He did it. Right. I think it may have been. I don't think it was intentional, but still, fuck him. Yeah. So, like, you don't, if you that drunk or that messed up to the point where you shooting people at their feet, it's a problem. Or accidentally shooting people at their feet, You don't need to problem. own a license for a gun. Mm-hmm. You don't need to own a gun. Like, at the very least, even if, because he's, a, let's be honest, he's a celebrity. And a lot of times, celebrities get out of a lot of shit. I don't know if it will happen in this case since it was, you know, a black man and a black woman. But in the event that he does somehow magically get out of jail time, they need to at least ban him for, like, for life uh, with having uh, any guns or anything on Mm -hmm. him. I want him to, what is it, like, permanent, like, it's probation for X amount of years and you can't be near firearms, you can't have them on you or yeah, anything like that. That's just part of probation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so at the very least, he needs to have that. I would prefer him to go to jail because I think that niggas need to learn a lesson. Yeah, I think he need to go for a little bit. Yeah. 22 years? You think he should get 22 years? Because he's facing 22 years. No, I don't think... I mean, I can be... As much as I sympathize with Megan and I, and I feel like black women are unprotected... I can be reasonable in saying that 22 years is a lot for not killing someone um, or and for it to not be like premeditated or anything like that. You know, Um, I think a solid like two to five years. (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like five, but then like he actually do two and be on probation the rest Mm -hmm. of the time or something like that. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. But yeah. he needs to do something. Something needs to They happen. need to ban him from making albums. He needs to go back to Canada. <laughs> yeah, he needs to... Ser- for sure, he needs to serve the time in Canada, not in the United States. Yeah. And then... Well, actually, he might have to serve it here. It, because I don't think that Canada will hold, uphold our... Um, yeah, I think, like he'll to, I think he'll have to send it, send, serve it here. Yeah, but then, uh, but then afterward, he gets deported to Canada. And he can't come back to the U.S. Mm. Yeah, hopefully. That's what I, yeah, that's what I would be okay with that. Two to five years <laughs> and deportation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And okay. no albums. Why why are you going through all this? Because I ain't trying to hear about this shit. Yeah. Okay, so enough about that nigga. <laughs> Love you, Megan. Um, she just dropped a new song, Don't Stop. It's good. With Young Thug. 
And I think she was like breaking records on YouTube and stuff. Mm-hmm. Girl, somebody tried to say that her the floor, because the floor is like black and white tiles. Mm-hmm. Somebody was trying to say that's Illuminati. And people was coming for their ass on Twitter. Why are we like, still talking about Illuminati in 2020? Girl, I, look, COVID is more dangerous than Illuminati right now, okay? Beyonce already told us. Right. Y'all niggas corny with this Illuminati shit. Right. But whoever it was, they end up, I'm pretty sure, deleting their tweet because they look stupid considering it was based off of um, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. So Clearly. This is, Twitter people just be talking about their ass sometimes. Mm-hmm. So next, um, what you want to hear? Speaking of Megan, also she did the performance for Saturday Night Live, Mm. and in that performance, she you know basically gave a very powerful performance of saying that you know the black woman is the most um, disrespected. You know the quote from Malcolm X, X. Mm -hmm. and um, yeah, it was really powerful, and she did her thing, and she called out. The attorney general, mm-hmm. and he has something to say, which I'm like, he doing a lot of talking lately. Why is he so big? I was gonna say something, but <laughs> his teeth be looking so big, and he be talking. I wish y'all could see my face, but he be like, <laughs> he, be looking like... So he don't have a disgusting. top lip. I think that's what it is too. I don't think he has a top lip. <laughs> you can see all that nigga top lips. Those gotta be veneers. Girl, I don't know, but his traitor ass, he, he said her performance was disgusting. But my thing is, so, because he was saying it was disgusting because she took the clip from Tamika, um, the the social justice mm-hmm. warrior, um, where she was saying that... Come on, warrior. <laughs> she is a warrior, period. <laughs> That's my good sis. But um, she was basically saying Daniel is no different from one of those coon Negroes that sold the black people to slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, so you had so much to say about Megan Thee Stallion performance where she took that clip. But he didn't come from Tamika because she knows. Because she out here no, he rallying. She would have got on his ass. She would have mm-hmm. lit his ass up. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's so disgusting. Like, Megan has already been through enough with black men. I don't need you to attack her because you feel like your job is to be attacked. Exactly. And people been attacking him left and right, talking all types of shit about him. So I find it mighty funny that he wanted to address Megan. Yeah. Like, I done left plenty of, um, you know, that because everybody was passing around the number to leave a voicemail to get justice for Breonna Taylor. Girl, I left pl- plenty of voicemails on there talking <laughs> about this message is for Daniel. You wait. <laughs> Daniel, you fat, ugly bitch. <laughs> Why you taking me on the schedule, Why you taking me on the schedule? I'm going to come up there and beat your ass. <laughs> Man, so for him to come after Megan, I'm just like, well, where, where my... Uh... I need that energy. <laughs> right. I wanted to pull up. Right, because I sure was going to say, uh, I sure was going to pull the fuck up, <laughs> make, yeah. a, make a formal report. <laughs> So, in other news, girl, Tyga has made an OnlyFans. Baby, I ain't never thought said, about signing up before. They said he packing. Girl. You seen it? I sent it to you. No, you sent me the tweet where they had, like, um the Pokemon. I sent you both because I did not get the picture, other one. No, it's in the same screenshot. Go go to it right now. Because it's his picture. Lying. And then that's why I sent it because it was so funny because it was so on point. You lying. Look in the screenshot. 
Oh, it was his dick. <laughs> I look faster. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. And the tweet said, Hope Kylie is doing well. <laughs> Wow! How did I look past that? I just looked Girl, straight at this that's one. That's why I sent it because it was so on point. Like, look the shadow <laughs> from it. <laughs> oh my gosh, y'all! It's so wow. That's huge. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, yeah. So rightfully so, he's made an OnlyFans, and you know, regular people are. Well, I say regular people, like, the people we know as celebrities that aren't from OnlyFans or anything like that, um, or people who are getting clout from OnlyFans that never had it before, are getting upset because it's turning into... A celebrity thing. Yeah, it's just celebrities getting paid to, mm-hmm. to be on this. And, you know, that ends up saturating the market because why would people want to see a, a regular Susan, Becky, Sabrina, you know, body when they can see... Erica Mina and Safari. They can see Tyga. Mm-hmm. They can see who else is on there. Oh, Evelyn Lozada was on there. And they making a quick meal. Girl. Oh, and that one girl, the rapper chick. What's her name? The young girl. Ruby Rose. Yes, Ruby Rose. How I know you talking about her? Girl, what? I like her voice. I like her voice too. It's dope. But yeah, everybody just making a quick little racking that up, and it's just like it makes it harder for people who just were on there to like really make a living which I think you can still do it I mean that's similar to like Pornhub and mm-hmm. all the rest of the porn sites not that OnlyFans is a porn site because it actually started off as like workouts and like gym related content um, but I mean like celebrity sex tapes are on these other porn sites but people still watch regular people and like porn stars so I don't know. Just get your money. Right. I mean, do don't, what you gotta sometimes do. Sometimes we don't have time to complain how the system is fucked up. <laughs> and I'm only referring to this system. Yeah, just this one. <laughs> because, yeah, systematic Girl, racism soon, they gonna be marching. smoke. They're going to be marching for OnlyFans rights. <laughs> Girl, they are. But, you know, blessings to them. I hope everything works out. Yeah. So, what else? Uh, well, the last time we came at y'all, we told y'all about Jeffree Star and how, um, you know, what what was going on with the whole baby mama situation and all mm-hmm. that. But since then, um, basically, the guy that he was with has said that if he gets 100,000 subscribers, he would do a tell-all video. And Jeffree Star has accused him of stealing. Like, so they broke up and the guy just, like, left. Mm-hmm. I think the guy broke up with Jeffrey and left. Because Jeffrey posted a video and Jeffrey was like, well, basically, you know, you know how you meet somebody? This is exactly how he was, looking like the grim reaper that he is. <laughs> he was like, well, you know how you meet somebody? You think they're bomb. But then you realize they're not the person who they say they are. That's what happened to me. He was like, yes, it even happens to Jeffrey Star. Um, he was basically broke. And I just had to let him go. I was like, sweetie, it was fun, but I'll catch you later. Da, da, da. And then <laughs> I, I was damage control. Yeah. And he was like, then I look up 
and I realized he took some of my Louis V luggage and he took some other things and it's not about the money like I don't care if he took a nickel from me if y'all listen to this shit I'm literally saying word for word <laughs> he was like I don't care if I if he took a nickel off my counter it's still mine it's the principal right so I text him I was like hey can you bring me my shit da, 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 da. and that's just where we at like don't be stealing from me you know, he knew that man was broke. I and mean, everybody was saying in the comments. Yeah, and it's not, I mean, I don't think it broke to the standards of like. No money in the yeah, bank account. But, I mean, he was playing ball overseas. Like, they get money, but they ain't getting NBA money. Are they? I don't think they are. I think he was an overseas um, basketball player. Yeah, but they they're not getting the same coins as like NBA, the no. NBA in oh, the U.S. Yeah, definitely not. So, I mean, they're getting like. I mean, they get they make nice like salaries. Probably like six figures. Yeah, they make nice money, but it ain't you know it don't go far when you having to like do a lot of stuff, a lot of traveling. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, Jeffrey just needs to shut up and sit down somewhere. And I'm sure that this was all just a publicity stunt to show that he wasn't racist and all this other stuff. He better off just shutting his mouth. That's and what letting... old boy said. Yeah. Well, wasn't that? I thought you said that was like a fake page. I said that. Um. Yeah, the fake page just said. Yeah. So there was like some fake page I posted to pretend to be the guy that was in a relationship with Jeffrey. It was saying like, oh, he was just using me as a ploy. To show that he's not a racist and all this other stuff, which I I honestly believe that even though it was a fake page I posted it, mm-hmm. it sounds about right because Jeffrey definitely needed to rebrand himself and reimage himself because he definitely been running around here saying the N word like he one of us. So mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. I don't think that man stole none of that stuff. I think Jeffrey gave it to him, and now he's and not if he bitter. did, and if he did, prove it. I mean, if he did. We all know that nigga was with that man to secure the bag. Right. We know he wasn't with you for love. Okay, so get. Right. Then leave. Then okay. bread, then, head, then leave. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> so, the only other thing... Well, one more thing I wanted to mention was that Jordan was... Baby, Jordan is coming for the girls. And I'm here for every mm-hmm. bit of it. Sis has got her body snatched the natural way, just working out, posting her workouts, showing herself in the gym and all that stuff. And then, baby girl, you know, she celebrated her birthday. Her man, you know, showed the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But then, baby girl popped out with this dress looking bomb as fuck, and she had on a face mask. And do you know what that face mask is? What? I don't need your situation. Period, bitch. <laughs> I did not know that. Girl, I didn't know it either. You really can't see it from the pictures, but she had posted on her story. Somebody had said, um, I'm here for the face mask that says, I, I don't need your situation. And she reposted it to her story. So I feel like if it wasn't true, like if it didn't really say yeah. that, she wouldn't have posted it. But when you look at it, you can kind of make it out. It's just, you can't make the whole thing out. So yeah. you can you can pick up on most of the words. And then also, you know, she just, um, she's coming out with a collab with Pretty Little Thing. Mm-hmm. So she in her bag. I just love how she's living her best life and still making money without the Kardashians because people swore her career was ended. Honestly, her and her little sister are like the cutest things ever. They look like twins. They're really sweet. You Mm -hmm. can tell that they're just like sweet, good people mm-hmm. and then well i think their their dad passed like some years ago yeah but their like, mom is like mm-hmm. yeah but their mom is like 
you know, NPR and like really She's managing them. Really super connected, really close with the Smith family. So they gon' they gonna get this bag. Period. Okay, so let me give y'all some juicy ass tea. And I say juicy because it ain't even hit all the blogs just yet. But do you watch Real Housewives of Atlanta? Um, you know I really don't watch TV like that. Oh, but I do watch it when I can. I have only only a few shows are like my guilty pleasure, and then every now and then I like watch stuff on Netflix. But I love Atlanta Housewives. Like, listen, I always watch them no matter what. And so they're filming right now for the show, and Cynthia Bailey is getting married this weekend. Um, for ten ten. 20, mm-hmm. 20, which is kind of cute. But anyway, so she had a bachelorette party and it was, you know, all the girls from the cast or most of the girls from the cast. And, you know, they got a couple of new members and then um, they had some male strippers. Mm-hmm. And so allegedly there was some girl on girl action. Like there may have been like a couple of different girl on girl situations, but allegedly two of the girls on the cast had a threesome with the male stripper. Let me find out. I ain't mad at him. Girl, so the so basically Who was he? It's definitely true. Well, allegedly. So the the situation for sure happened because a lot of the girls have been posting on their story and on their pages saying hashtag like it wasn't me. So because people are trying to find out who it was. So obviously something happened and everybody is making sure that they are not being accused of doing it. Mm -hmm. So the only people who like when you rule everybody out because Kenya posted wasn't her. She posted wasn't Candy either. It obviously wasn't Cynthia because like she didn't marry. Um... Who else? Like, basically, everybody else said something. The only people who haven't really said anything is Portia and Tanya. Mm. So, that leaves, allegedly, that Portia and Tanya hooked up with the guy. And the guy is, bitch, he is fine. I mean, I'm not surprised with Portia. He I love me is, some Portia. He's fine. He was one of the guys that was on the Vivica Fox um, when she had that, <coughs> um, when she had that burlesque show or, like, that male stripper show. He was one of the, like, contestants or something on that show. So, I mean, he real fine and Portia real single. But the thing is, Tanya is not single because, you know, she's engaged to Paul. <clears throat> and Paul was the guy that was accused of talking to the, the cookie lady. Mm-hmm. So, it's just interesting. But supposedly, um, I don't know who, but whoever was involved is trying to do some legal shit to where Bravo can't um, air it. So it wasn't obviously recorded, like, them having sex. It wasn't on video. But the people involved allegedly were still mic'd up, and everybody else in the house could hear them. So there's audio. How did they not know they were mic'd up? What are, I'm confused. Well, they were drinking a lot. So maybe they just, like, they knew, but they wasn't... I mean, because when you wear those mic packs all day, you're not really... You know, you're not really oh, paying yeah. attention to True. it. becomes just natural to wear it. So, they probably wasn't thinking on top of drinking. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's um, allegedly this situation happened. And allegedly there's some audio for it, but not any video. And they're trying to get that to not air or be a part of anybody's storyline. But, yeah, that was just some juicy tea. What do you, what do you think about... The random threesomes with the girls. Have your fun. That's what I say too. As and you long know as what? It's safe. 
Yeah, and you know, Portia has always been, because she had that little issue with Candy before, mm-hmm. where they was like alleging that Candy was trying to hook up with her or something like that. And Portia to me has always been a little fluid. Like it's so funny because if you watch the first season, she was on. She was so like my husband, my husband, my husband. Like she couldn't even so breathe. She without let him. that nigga go. She became her real self, and I'm here for it, sis. So if you, you know, if you want to go and have some fun, that's fine. I just don't know how if it really was Tanya allegedly or Portia allegedly. Tanya is still engaged, so we'll see how this affects her relationship but then again mm-hmm. maybe you know he allowed a little girl on girl but i don't know about that male stripper though mm-hmm. maybe maybe she didn't connect with him i don't know i just hope they were protected that's it yeah but that goes right into our main segment mm. which is about being a sex positive and having a whole phase so, if you are interested in learning more, stay tuned. If this is, like, not up your alley, stay tuned because it'll still be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's get into the main segment, which is all about the motherfucking hoe phase. So, a oh, <laughs> yeah, about that. So, Urban Dictionary um, defined the whole phase as a stage in someone's life where they run e- emotional and sexual experiences. Okay, that's yeah. not bad for Urban Dictionary. Cause that's not bad because usually they be on some other <laughs> shit. I be like, hold on, <laughs> what? Girl, they be like, uh, when she put his dick in, the d- and I be like, bro, like, I just wanted like a, a mm-hmm. real, give me something like Webster, but something urban. real easy. <laughs> so, what do you think about the whole phase? Um, like, what do you think a whole phase is? I think a whole phase is just like a woman exploring her sexuality. I just think that it's just a time for you to, like, what a time to be alive, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you just. Out here having a ball, like, doing whoever you want, whatever you want. Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I think the whole phase is is the same. But I think social media makes it seem like you're having sex with anyone and everyone, like, that you come Mm -hmm. across. And it may not even necessarily be that. It may just be, like, you having sex with people that's been on your hit list. Did you have a hit list? Not necessarily a list where I was like, him, 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 him. <laughs> and, like, I wrote it out. But if I, if I read somebody, I'll be like, oh, yeah, I want that. <laughs> so, yeah. I was a I was a virgin until I was 20. And I definitely, I definitely I had. not a virgin until I was 20. <laughs> I definitely had a hit list. Because I had plenty of time to think about who I wanted to Girl, I'm trying to think. I feel like I lost my virginity in 8th grade. How old was I? That was like... Don't be judging, y'all. That was like 13, 14? Mm-hmm. Oh. I, I mean, had a boyfriend, though. I had like... We were together for like a year. I mean, I know people that got pregnant and then like... I mean, back in our day, you got pregnant and you got moved up to high school because... 
he was pregnant. They didn't want to see that in middle school. What? So they did that at your middle school? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. No, you was just yeah. pregnant. So in, in it's no grade. judgment. <laughs> it's no judgment. But it was, it was, you know. That's traumatic within itself. Yeah, it Especially is. Especially if you were like, let's say you were in sixth grade and you got pregnant and they moved you up to high school. Mm-hmm. That yeah. makes no fucking sense. Girl, it doesn't. I mean, looking back on it, I'm sure, like... I, I mean, I don't think I knew that person personally, mm-hmm. but it was just like, you know, the rumor around school because, I mean, obviously she was in our grade and then nobody saw her anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so what do you think? So what does a whole phase look like? So personally, I think a whole phase is like maybe exploring the dating apps and going on a bunch of dates meeting people and then picking out who you want to have sex with from there um or it can look like if you're younger if you're in college you just know some guys that you want to have sex with and Mm -hmm. you just arrange for you to have sex with them yeah i feel like for me like i well, we kind of talked about this. I don't think that I really had a whole phase. Like, even with my hit list, I was just, like, a serial dater in college. Yeah. It, I didn't really have, like, too many guys that I just had sex with just to have sex with. Like, I mean, there was a couple, but most of them I ended up, like, liking in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't, like, a one-time thing or, like, mm-hmm. it was it was basically something trying to develop into more. But I think that it, it it's not even about meeting people and deciding who you want to have sex with. I think it's just like giving your body the freedom to choose and your like your body and your mind the freedom to choose. So like if you are at a bar or at a club or somewhere and you interact with somebody and they make you tingle and you just like, oh, I wonder what it would be like. <laughs> and you just fuck the nigga. Like, I, I feel like that's going through. I mean, that in itself isn't a whole phase because that could just be a one-night stand. But I feel like if you just go through a period of your life where you're like, I don't want a relationship. I just want to, you know, have fun. If I meet a nigga and I want to fuck him, great. If I don't, I'm just going to have time fun with my girls. Yeah. And, yeah, I just think that it becomes a phase when it's just like a period of your life where you just like, no, for sure, I don't want nothing serious. Yeah, I agree with that. Um... I don't think I really had a whole phase either, kinda. But I feel like I've always been a very sex positive person. So if I want to have sex with somebody, I'm gonna have sex with them. Mm. Of course, consent. So right, but yeah. like if all, I want all of to, this I'm gonna with do consent. it. <laughs> yeah, or if I unless I'm committed to somebody as well. So what is sex positive? So sex positive is. Having or promoting an open, tolerant, or progressive attitude towards sex and sexuality. And I think that pretty goes hand-in-hand with whole phase because... I think we call it the whole phase because it's so... Because society looks so down on women exploring their sexuality. Mm -hmm. Um, But reality, I just feel like it's just being sex positive. Right. So that's why I'm like, I don't think I ever went through a phase where it was just like back to back to back to back to back like that. Yeah. But if I meet somebody that made me tingle, I'm going to do it if I want to. Um, Nine times out of ten, if I have sex with somebody, it's because I want to have sex with somebody. But there have been times where I've been pressured. Yeah. Which is not good, ladies. Yeah, if somebody's pressuring you... Kick him in the balls. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be pressured to have sex. But um, <clears throat> I agree. I feel like 
Um, what we have to realize, like, as a society, because I know plenty of guys whose body counts are over 100. And they mm-hmm. had to be having sex with somebody. So it's weird to me how society just looks at men like, oh, they just being mannish or being a man. But when it comes to women, it's just like, oh, she's dirty. She's this or she's that. When it's like, well, he had to have sex with somebody. Like your mama had sex with somebody to get you here. And before, and she probably didn't do it on her first try. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, it's just sad that society looks down on it because men definitely have their part in it too. But I I think that women should, you know, whoever give you a tingle, you know, give it a, if they give you a tingle, give it a jingle. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. So what do you think is the benefits of going through a whole phase? Um... I think that is a, I think that is just like learning your body and what mm-hmm. you like because each experience with a guy is completely different. So like let's say you're not one to like masturbate a lot, but you you have sex. Like let's say you don't enjoy masturbation, but you're open to having sex with, you know, this guy and trying that or trying trying this or what. Like every guy is different. Like some guys going to suck your toes, some of them not. Some guys gonna, you know, put a little finger in <laughs> in your butt. Some of them not. <laughs> so, you know, it's just trying, you know, there might be some stuff that you never thought of that this nigga exposed you to. And you're like, I didn't even think I liked that. Mm-hmm. And then you be like, next time you meet a guy that you really like, you can tell him what exactly what to do to, mm-hmm. to get it right. So, yeah, I think that's the benefit to it. Yeah, I think the benefit of the quote, air quotes, whole phase is definitely like getting the chance to know yourself. Um, not so much like emotionally, I guess in some ways you can figure out yourself emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we can tap into that. But also, just like you said, sexually knowing your body, learning your body and things you like and you don't like. But it also gives you a chance to speak up because I think. A lot of times, it's so many women that has not have had an orgasm. I know so many women that's never had an orgasm. Of course, that (laughs) is like... um, It's very common. It's an actual disorder Mm -hmm. um, for some women, but for some... I mean, a lot of men just don't know how to hit your G-spot or know how to do it. So, with me being sex positive... I've learned how to speak up and tell a guy what I like and what I don't like. And... Frankly, being honest, and if I didn't come, I would. I didn't come. <laughs> I didn't. Sorry if I hurt your feelings, but I yeah. did not climax, and that is a problem for me. So either we will never do this again, or you're gonna figure this out. Yeah. So it really made me be vocal about my wants and my needs, and all of that, and it also like helped me get in touch with my sexuality like being sexy i know some mm-hmm. girls be like i don't know how to be sexy but i've really learned how to be sexy so what you be doing to be sexy girl i can't really be saying all on this podcast because oh, oh, you know i would be oh. listening but i'll give you some tips afterwards <laughs> I, I mean i think it's I'm just, just really clean versions <laughs> i just feel like it's just so mood like you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's just like being confident in yourself and knowing that you sexy and when you arch your back and point your toes and the faces you make and the sounds you make and oh, the things you say. Oh. <laughs> so, all of that, friend. I'm very in touch with my sexuality. Like, See, very. and that's why I say that I, 
either have not gone through a whole phase or like just didn't do it correctly because I'm still learning how to like speak up in the bedroom because I went through like serial. I don't serial. think you had somebody turn you out yet. <laughs> Friend. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I don't think it happened yet. Ooh, child. Hopefully it happens soon, because feelings, <laughs> so deep in my feelings. <laughs> child, I'll keep you posted. Uh, <laughs> I'm childish. But um, you are childish. Mm-hmm. But I'm still learning, like, to speak up and, you know, kind of ad- advocate for myself in the bedroom and what, you know, what I like and what I don't like. I feel like that I've been so, like just hell bent on being in a relationship and like pleasing this guy or make making sure this guy is happy or like his ego is choked that you kind of forget about your own mm-hmm. pleasures and you know what makes your ego what, what does your ego need so um yeah i mean that's why it's important to even if you don't quote on, go through the quote unquote whole phase, it's just important to like learn your body, learn what mm-hmm. turns you on, what turns you off. That's why masturbation is important. <laughs> it is important. It's important, but I speak for the girls who think that masturbation is a little bit weird. Oh, well, I'm sorry, friend. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I'm getting better. I'm getting better, but it, it is a little. You know, I grew up in a household where sex was, like, off limits. Like, we did not talk about sex at all with I mean, we didn't in my household either, but I figured it out. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. Well, you have more practice than me. <laughs> well, honestly, I will say, I feel like my sexual liberation phase started, like, shortly after I started doing yoga. Because it's something about yoga that opens up a chakra. I don't know what the fuck it is. But I started doing yoga and a bitch was just horny. I just had to <laughs> scratch that itch. Damn. I need to get in some yoga classes. Yes, they those hip openers. Girl, because my hips is tight, bitch. Mine wide open. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to get my splits lower and lower. Girl, I get into it easily. Our our listeners are gonna listen to this and be like, "David is a hoe," and I'm really no, not because we not labeling people. I'm just sex positive. I mean, but I I mean I sit here and listen to you, and not just because we're friends, but I listen to you and I don't look at you like a hoe because I I feel like, well, I don't look at anybody like that in general because I've been called that before just out of spite from spiteful ass bitches mm-hmm. and it's like it's never a label that you want to put onto a woman because it's like the ultimate dig and it's yeah, slut shaming yeah it's slut shaming and what is and a usually, hoe let's look that up girl a hoe is what, what you call a bitch when you jealous of her I feel like That's a hoe is a like. man made definition a hoe is a gardening tool yeah, that's what pulled up a garden tool. <laughs> Urban a Dictionary. Is... Home. No, I'm not going to look up Urban Dictionary. We go to Webster. A hoe is. So. It's just these tools that's popping up. A hoe is um a prostitute. And if you ain't selling your coochie, then you're not a hoe. Right. Girl, why Urban Dictionary say a hoe is a bitch who does it with everyone? And then they put the kissy face emoji. Uh-uh. But what is... Who does it with everyone? It's 
girl, for the example, Urban Dictionary needs to be canceled, bro. The example says, Andy is, that whole Andy is busy giving her third blowjob today. It's 10 a.m. <laughs> well, I mean, that's, that's a sex worker. <laughs> I'm hoping she getting paid for it, but that's a sex worker. And that's still something that we shouldn't, you know, discriminate against. So, Issa Rae, you know, in one of her seasons of Insecure, she talked about um, the whole phase, and they did all that. Um, her and Molly went through the whole phase. Mm-hmm. So, Issa Rae did an interview, and she talked about the three different groups of um, whole phases. So, the first group doesn't engage in non-committed sexual activity and chooses to wait on a relationship. That's not a whole face. But, you know, I'm just reading it. The second group goes on a full-out quest to fuck all they can and get their numbers up. Issa Rae expressed that this group isn't interested in commitment and are often not able to rid themselves of the whole label even when they end their phase. I feel like men go through that. I, feel, I don't When know. I think of that, when I hear that, I think of Drea. Really? I don't think she's a hoe, but remember she was like, my wholeness is deleted. And everybody yeah. was like, no. Nah. That's what I think of. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what oh, I think because of. Because it couldn't, it couldn't, mm-hmm. it wouldn't go away. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that women, because I feel like we are so, like, connected, like, emotionally. Mm-hmm. I, I don't ever feel like I've ever met or known of any woman that is just like, let me fuck to get my numbers up. I have. Really? Mm-hmm. Um, and then the third group dibbles in sexual liberation without commitment, but also seeks to find intimacy with a partner. I think I'm I'm definitely the third group. I tried to be group the first group. Like yeah. the first part of me losing my virginity and stuff, I was definitely like the captain of the first group. I was like, I wanna be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. Girl, no, it wasn't cool because then you were just in a relationship with a nigga that you don't even really like all because you wanted a relationship so you could have some dick. No. Yeah, I was definitely third group after I got my heart broken enough. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun. So, But you know what was interesting is I did go through a second group phase of getting my numbers up. Because yeah. after, because I told you I had, I had a list and it wasn't like a, I mean, it wasn't nothing I wrote, wrote down or anything, but it was mm-hmm. like guys I had talked to in the past and obviously didn't have sex with because I was still a virgin. Mm-hmm. But after I lost my virginity, I was just like, well, shit, it's gone now. Like, I might as well do what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. <laughs> might as well, sis. Okay. And what is, and wasn't, oh gosh, I wish I could undo that because, mm, that wasn't worth a damn. Like, you know, you'd be thinking like, oh, because we had this deep connection. No, it don't always work like that. Yeah. That's why, you gotta, that's why you got to tell them you make me nut and then they'll do something else to make you nut. <laughs> so you don't, I don't agree anyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be fucking niggas head up. They don't fuck my head up. Come on, sis. Um... <laughs> Give it to us. And so, but, okay, so with the whole phase and being sexually liberated, there are precautions that we need to take. Mm-hmm. So the first one is obvious, of course, physical protection. So Consent. Consent and physical <laughs> protection. So, of course, using condoms, birth control, whatever. Protect yourself from STDs in pregnancy. Yes. Um, so that's number one. And then also consent. 
Um, don't even on the girl side. Don't pressure nobody to have sex with you. Mm-mm. If it's I not know some girls that have done that, I've never done that. I well, I don't know them personally, but I've you know like I've had guys tell me where like yeah, I didn't want to do anything, but like she kind of rapes me, and you know me, it'd be taking them a lot to actually say that and like. Oh, child. Yeah. I mean, and they, you know, they never feel, like, comfortable coming forth. But there are some women out here who... Are predators. Yeah. Especially older. Yeah, especially older women. That's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. And then, also, another precaution you take is recognizing... Also, recognizing if you're capable of being sexually liberated... And also, like, just knowing the difference between sex and versus intimacy. Yes, because those are two different things. Mm-hmm. So sex is just actually the act. The physical act of sex. Yeah, intimacy is the act, including feelings. <laughs> yeah, feelings. yeah. Feelings. <laughs> so deep in my feelings. And you cannot, like, you cannot sleep your way to intimacy with someone. Because if they're not already, like, on the same wave path mm-hmm. as you, it's not going to happen. And mm-hmm. I think... I think I've definitely... Or not even the wave path, but they just... You know, if they don't want the same thing as you eventually. Because yeah. their mind can change. Right. Like, that guy that you, like... Oh, I think I like him more than he likes me. And then you just think that if you give it up, he going to feel the same way about you. It don't work like that. Yeah, it don't work like that. If you want to give it up, give it up because you actually want to do that. Right. Um, but sometimes it just be some moments where it's just be like, it's just, you get caught, you slip up, and it's shit, in <laughs> the moment, it's just hella passionate, and the next thing you know, nigga done talk to you out your drawers. <laughs> that happens. Yeah, no, it happens, it happens. I've definitely been in those situations. Mm, it's unfortunate. Unfortunate. Yeah. Looking back, you always, the ones where it's just like, just the unbelievable connection and passion and stuff. You really can't regret those, no matter how it ends or if it ends or whatever. Mm, yeah. It just mm. be like, you know what? It was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you know you don't really have the mindset or the emotional capacity to just hook up with people, then don't force yourself to have the whole phase. No. Because I know some people be like, everyone needs to have a whole phase. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think it depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, and there are some people that are literally incapable of it. I'm not going to put out the person <laughs> that I know. But we had a conversation like a week ago mm-hmm. about it. And, you know, she's in her 40s and she just was talking about how she's never been, you know, never had a whole phase. Like, she's never just, like, hooked up with somebody. Like, every, you know, she's grown-ass person. And now, like, she's at an age where she's single and, like, maybe I should go through this phase because I've never been through it before. But you don't really have to force it. Like, if that's not you, that's not mm-hmm. you. If you uh, if you can count, your, your, you know, your bodies on one hand and that's how you enjoy life, then do that. Like, you don't have to have a whole phase just because it's, like, okay now. Like, because mm-hmm. now it's more socially acceptable than years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, people think, like, oh, it's just something I have to go through. Kind of, like, menopause or midlife crisis or, you know, whatever else, like, the teenage years or, you know, they think it's just a part of life. And mm-hmm. it's not, that's not the case for everybody. Some people, they just don't have it in, in them. And if you can't 
Because the last thing you want to do is go out here and try to be sex positive, thinking you can handle it, and then somebody done fucked your mind up, and now you over here... Yeah, now you over here in therapy, and after you got out of jail because you done busted my car windows because you thought you can't, <laughs> you can't. Mm-hmm. So it's it it's really not that serious. I mean, it, either you do it or you don't. But I think the most important thing with being sex positive is making sure that you are in it for you. Yeah. So like getting what you want out of it. Not any expectations for anybody else mm-hmm. or, you know, what your homegirls or homeboys are going to say. It's all about what you want. If you, I know some guys who don't be out here, like, wilding. Like, I know some guys that literally have body count on one hand. I don't. <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm sex positive because I have so many sex positive friends and associates. Girl, no, I know. I, I know some people who... Girl, I know some people who are, they got more bodies. The girl got more bodies than they guy. And it just, some that's just how the cards fall sometimes. Some men don't have it in them to be out here wilding. Some, or they just find the person at the right time. And maybe she didn't mm-hmm. already been sex positive and liberated. And he just caught her at a good time. So, yeah. you know, I don't. I don't agree with the pressure to like go through a whole phase. I just think that whatever makes you happy, whatever makes you content in life, like do that. Yeah. Safely with consent. Yeah. <laughs> so that goes into like the gender bias that's associated with the whole phase. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like men just kind of do it all the time. Most men. Mm-hmm. And, but when a woman does it, it's called the whole phase. When a man does it, it's just called them being a man. I call them hoes. I make it a point to call. I literally would be like, did you go through a hoe phase? Or I'll be Mm -hmm. like, were you a hoe in college? Or like, Mm -hmm. were you a hoe at any point in time? Because I I try to normalize it to where, like, if we gonna call women hoes, we gonna call men hoes too. Like, preferably, I would call nobody nothing. But I want men to feel like that feeling that a woman gets when somebody has accused her of being a hoe. Then I like I want men to have that same feeling too, like mm-hmm. where they start to question their self worth, because that's mm-hmm. ultimately what it does. That type of label makes you question your self worth, makes you question your you know your judgment, mm-hmm. and it's not fair. Yeah. So we're gonna go into more detail with that with our guests next week about the men men and their whole phase. Yeah, I, I would love to hear. It. Me too. I want a male perspective on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, so just wrapping everything up is just me personally. I think the whole phase is just being sex positive. I really don't think it needs to be a label on it. Mm-hmm. I just think women should be free to explore their sexuality if they want to. Yeah. And like, but the thing is, like, being sex positive does not even mean that you have to be intimate or have sex with anybody else. You can be sex positive with your damn self. And masturbate. You can masturbate. Self. You can buy yourself lingerie. You could um, go to the sex store and buy yourself different toys and just try stuff and see what you like. Like, you can go through this whole, quote-unquote, whole phase of really exploring by yourself like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to include other people and to be honest that's probably the safest way because there's so much shit out here and so many people in uh girl you i know you seen that meme where it's like why you didn't tell me you had a wife and four kids and it was the guy was like because i'm shy (laughs) it's so many situations like Mm -hmm. that oh my gosh no literally if you meet a guy like that punch him in the throat if you can if you can reach it 
So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much <laughs> it for the main segment. So, I guess we can get into asking for a friend. So, we do have an additional question regarding the hoe phase. Um, and it is, is there a cuff age for the hoe phase? So, is there a certain age where you shouldn't be out here having a hoe phase? I mean, I feel like a lot of people have um, members in their family, like, you know, people be finding out about their granddad, like, passing and then having, like, a secret family and shit. So, mm-hmm. I don't think it's no cuff. I think death is the cuff. I, I think as long as you are out here and, you know, you don't have no ties to anybody or you have an understanding with somebody, if you want to do it, then mm-hmm. by all means, like, live your life. And there are a lot of people out here who did not have... Like, when you think about older generations, like, they really, like, met the love of their life at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. And then, like, let's say one passes and the other one is still living. It's like, what do you expect them to do? Like, just, like, Never. die alone? Yeah. So, I feel like, you know, whoever yeah. want to wild out, just do it safely. Yeah, I don't think there's a cuff on it either because I feel like um, the sex's beliefs is so deep-rooted in society to the point where definitely older women, like people older than us or generations before us, they definitely haven't had the phase. But let's say their husband passed away or they divorced from their husband and then mm-hmm. they want to explore it then or be sexually liberated then. Um, so I don't think there's an age, girl or guy, explore. Yeah, do so, what you have to do. I just think the whole phase is more common with our generation. Yeah, well, I think it's more socially accepted because when we think about the older generations they also had like different morals Mm -hmm. and values and it was you know you hurry up and find somebody and settle down type thing versus like just be out here wilding so i think our generation has just you know the last couple generations have just been more accepting of the idea of kind of like sowing your oats yeah true so yeah that's the only question it was some other questions but we already answered them in the main segment so i just wanted to cover that real quick yeah so another topic so y'all know we kind of switched things up for asking for a friend because y'all ain't been asking us shit so (laughs) i mean but in the same sense we really haven't been promoting it either i mean yeah you know i'm I'm gonna take half responsibility and y'all take half i'll be forgetting to Post the damn new episodes sometimes. But if y'all have any questions, any advice, y'all can DM our pages. Y'all can email us. Whatever form of communication works best for you. We will definitely give y'all some advice on any situation. It doesn't have to be mental health related. It could be anything. But so now what we've decided to do with like this type of segment is kind of talk about like popular things and I mean essentially that is asking for a friend because it may be stuff that you discuss with your friends because you saw it online basically what when twitter beginning those twitter debates and facebook debates well I got another one too Mm -hmm. oh so the first one is her name is Jeannie 
right? That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. The that's one that's, the, yeah. that's the girl from The Real that is engaged to Jeezy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there, there's been this huge, like, Twitter debate about a clip that came out where she talked about submitting to her man. And she said that, you know, when she is in her home and with her man, like, she runs a business outside of that. But when she's home, like, she wants to submit to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she went into detail saying how... It's not about, like, oh, he just says, oh, this is where we're moving. This is how much money we're spending. And she just says, yes, sir. She said it's more so about, like, she gives her input and then allows him to formulate the ultimate say. Mm -hmm. Like, here's what I think, but I'm going to let you lead us on this. Mm -hmm. So what do you think of that? Because, you know, the word submit can be very strong, especially in the black community. I don't know. That's like a trigger word for people. Yeah, because... Okay, so first of all, I agree with her. I want to make... I'm I'm an alpha female. I'm a boss. When I'm in a relationship, I need him to make these decisions. Of course, I'm not saying completely. Mm -hmm. But I need him to take charge. I like to be submissive. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's so triggering because... A lot of times, we black women meet like we've been the head of our family since slavery. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's hard. And then like systematic racism and all that, and how and intergenerational trauma, how it has continued to make us the head of the families. So it's hard to follow the lead of a black man who say just came back from prison. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Like, it targeted our black men. So, it's kind of hard to follow that lead. And then, you know, it kind of provokes a PTSD type of response in mm-hmm. us. So, I think that's why it's so difficult. Me, yeah. personally. I agree. I mean, I definitely grew up in um, a household where, like, my parents had, like, a kind of back-and-forth relationship. And for the most part, my mom was just a single parent. And I definitely took on, like, independent traits. And I did not see a household where my dad, like, really led our house for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, like, the word submit, it doesn't trigger me anymore. But there was a point in my life where hearing that word or hearing a man say the word submit triggered mm-hmm. the hell out of me. Because it was just like, how dare you think that I would, like, relinquish all my power to you, you know? Yeah. Even though that's not really what it means. But mm-hmm. it's like, it's really just a synonym for, like, trust. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize that. So I agree with what she's saying, too. Because, like, at the end of the day, when I'm in a relationship, um, you know, whether that's just a girlfriend or, you know, in the future as a wife, like, I want to make the meaningless decisions, like, the ones that he not going to care about, like... What are we going to eat for dinner? Yeah, or, like, with the kids, you know, when I'm going to pack the kids for lunch, mm-hmm. or, you know, stuff like that. But when it comes to, like, our big decisions, I want to be able to put my input and leave it at that because at the end of the day, like, it's supposed to be... Well, depending on what religion you have, you know, it's supposed to be God, the husband, and then the wife and the family. So, you know, ultimately the man is supposed to lead. Like, you're supposed to be able to trust him. Like, if he's leading you to a bridge that is broken, like, you're supposed to be able to trust that he know where he's taking you. Like, even though you can't see over the bridge and it looks like, you know, a ledge that you're going to fall off of, you're supposed to be able to trust that he is going to take you to 
where, you know, it's going to lead your family to be safe. So I think ultimately that's what submitting is about. Mm -hmm. And it's just about trusting that person's lead and their direction. So I agree. I mean, I think that's, to be honest, that's the ultimate dream for, I think, every woman. Yeah. Like, we don't want to have all these responsibilities on us. Yeah. I don't want to think about, (laughs) I don't want to think about rent (laughs) or think about, um, like, what our future looks like as far as, like, where we're going to, like, live or, you know, like, the big decisions. I would just rather somebody make that and me just go along and support it mm-hmm. and just, like, be there to, like, do all the detailing or the fine-tuning of stuff. I don't want to sit let me decorate here. the house. Yeah, like, right, <laughs> like, you get to pick what price range of a house and then I get input on the house because I'm mostly going to be there and I'm going to cook in the kitchen, so mm-hmm. I got to like the kitchen. And then I decorate the house and you just pay the mortgage. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that easy, easy. I think 50-50, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think it was anything grown she was saying. I just think, unfortunately, black women haven't had that luxury, but I think that's changing. yeah. Uh, I see positive trends and people getting married and whether they're doing it for clout or for YouTubes or whatever. Mm-hmm. I do see the trend of people getting married and making, you know, decisions together. And ultimately, that's what the hell I want, too. Like, I want somebody who is just like, let me worry about the little shit. Like, I like if I say I'm in a I got into a car accident, I want you to just show up and give me the keys to your car and you take care of the car. Yeah. Like <laughs> you handle the insurance. All yeah, that. like you you take it to the body shop, handle all that shit and just let me drive your car to where the hell I was on my way to. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> so yeah, so what mine is that caused a lot of um conversation on my Facebook <laughs> mm. is would you let a guy take you to Chili's or Applebee's oh, for bitch. the first date? <laughs> So, I told you, but I guess I, I'll tell our audience. So, I had I had met this guy. This was in college. So, let me give y'all a little background. It was college, so it wasn't like we was rolling in dough. But I literally, this guy had been interested in me. I went over to his house to meet him for our first date. And he was still getting dressed, which kind of irked my nerves. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I was like, why are you not ready? But whatever. Um, so as we were talking, he asked me where I wanted to go and I was just like, I think I said like Cheesecake Factory or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And he was like, um, what about Applebee's or like Chili's or somewhere? And I was, he was like, would you care if I took you there? And I was like, well, you asked me where I want to go and I don't want to go to those places. Mm-hmm. And we literally got into an argument and he called me a gold digger. He called me a gold digger because I did not want to go to Applebee's or Chili's. And, like, I get it. We were in college. Well, actually, he had already graduated, so I was still an undergrad, but he had already graduated. And he really called me a gold digger because of that. Like, it was a huge argument to the point where I left. Like, we didn't, we never even went on a date because it was just, like, this heated argument. And, like, he was a very Ooh, interesting person anyway. So, it worked out for the best. Mm-hmm. But... I don't know what be wrong with niggas. I truly, it wasn't even a like, I'm trying to get you to spend your money. I just truly, I hate Applebee's. The last time I was there, there was a fly in uh, somebody's water that was with me. Like our company was like, oh, you know, where do y'all want to go? Everybody agreed on Applebee's. I got outvoted. We went and I, I told them, I was like, y'all hate Applebee's. I hate Applebee's. Literally went and it was a fly in somebody's Sprite. So 
Yeah. I just hate Applebee's. It's just disgusting. So the answer for me is hell no. You're not going <laughs> to take me to no Chili's or Applebee's. The fuck? And no. at my gr- that if- was in college. So at my grown age, hell the fuck no. Exactly. We ain't even going there no. like as Mm-mm. a couple. Exactly. Like my homegirl said, my homegirl Nikki was like, if money the problem, take me to Waffle House. Girl, I just went to Waffle House last night. Okay, I'm cool with Waffle House. It's plenty of other places that are cheaper that's like kind of in that price range. But you know what everybody sleep on? Fridays. So like had that guy said, let's go to Fridays. Fridays got like, they don't have a two for 20, but it's like, you know, they got some deals with Mm, drinks included. I've had some Fridays too. I like Fridays. I just feel like Applebee's, Chili's, and Fridays, they smell like mop water. (laughs) They liquor is cheap. Um... It's Not disgusting. Water. It smells like mop water in there. Mop, mop water and blacky mounds. And I'm no, no. Even Waffle House don't even smell like that. You go walk in Waffle House, it smells like sausage and bacon. <laughs> so take me to it's Waffle House if money is an issue. But it gotta be. You gotta like finesse that though. You can't be like, hey, I want to meet you. I want to take you out. Woo woo. Let's go to Waffle House. No, it gotta be like we've been texting for a little bit and it's late. Be like, hey. You want to meet me at Waffle House? Yep. You got to finesse it. Like, you know what I yep. mean? That was but me I'm... last night. Because it was like, we was outside the club. Didn't mm-hmm. really want to go in. It was late. It was like 11. And I was like, I'm hungry. And so we went to Waffle House. Yeah. And if you take you to IHOP, dump him. Because who the fuck eats at IHOP? Yeah, IHOP is disgusting. So, yeah, no. I mean, I just feel like... It... It's a woman out there that'll be like, okay, take me to um, Applebee's. I'm cool with that. Because I've seen so many girls that was like, y'all so bougie. It's about the moment. And da, 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 da. The pick me's. Pick me, pick me. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Girl. I'm sorry. I'm not doing that. Sorry. It's a woman out there that'll do it for you. And it's probably your mama, but it ain't me. And so, the same pick me's be single. So, like, sis, if you just so down, if you will sleep with a nigga on a mattress with no uh, bedding and no bed frame and you will go to Applebee's with him, why are you so single? If you such a pick me, why are you so single? I mean, no judgment, like, real life questions. But, you know, funny little tidbit, I had an ex that tried to get back with me in college. Mm-hmm. And he, like, was, like, begging and begging and begging to get back with me. And I was, like, I finally was, like, fine, I'll let you take me out. He took me to Applebee's. Girl, I may have spent $100 at Applebee's. How? I got drinks. Bitch, I got food. I ate food, and I got food to go. Like <laughs> You full of shit. <laughs> and do you think I got back with him? Nope. <laughs> no, because our breakup was, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. Like, horror. Like, he did, like, the most... Like, I mean, I guess I could say it because we were talking about her face, but he, like, aired out our business. Like, our he aired out our sex life online. And mm. um, so I was, like, done. Like, wash my hands. Like, I would never talk to you ever again. So that's why he had to, like, beg so heavy for me to give him a chance. Mm. But, yeah, I was going to run up your pockets, even in college. Like, what the fuck you thought this was? Period. So, yeah, I guess that's pretty much all for asking for a friend. I guess we can get into meditation minutes. And also, again, please send us advice letters at advice at com or DM one of us. Um, but if you like what we're doing, just let us know. If you see any topics, any, like, conversations, um, any debates online that you want us to kind of cover on these parts, just forward it to us and we'll talk about it. To be honest, I kind of like it. 
Yeah, I do too. Like, I, I mean, definitely if y'all send in letters and stuff, like, that would be dope. It. But mm-hmm. I, I like us discussing, like, popular, controversial topics, topics mm-hmm. because they come up quite a fucking bit. Like, every week. Every week is something. Every it's e- it's something every two days with Twitter. Because mm-hmm. Lord, they be trying to cancel everything. Because it was everything. something else, but we can talk about that next time. Oh, and they were talking about how William was so problematic on Girlfriends. He was. I mean, he kind of was, but he was funny. But he was a Republican. So, yeah, let's get <laughs> into Meditation Minute. Okay, so for today's Meditation Minute, I basically just wanted to give y'all a tip on affirmations that I found really useful for my clients and a lot of people online. I posted on my page and a lot of people online really like this tip. So y'all know White Wellness, they've been trying to play us for a long motherfucking time (laughs) and just telling us like how to meditate and how to say our affirmations and all that and it really don't be resonating with us and i've noted that i've noticed that with my clients um because my clients be like i repeated my affirmations but it was okay like you know what i mean Uh, and i'm just like i feel you sis and i remember saying the same thing to my therapist and she was like okay so what songs you like and y'all know i love some megan the stallion Really, I've been on my whole female rapper thing, so I love all that. So basically, what I did was I picked out the songs that the rap songs or any song for that matter that really like sat with me and I vibed with. And I picked out my favorite lyrics, so that lyric I was like, if I was in a club, I was yelling that lyric, okay? So you know, like real ass bitch, you give a fuck about a nigga, big Birkin bag, whole five six figures, straight so ass. So he caught it. Okay, um, let me calm down. Let me calm down. But yeah, that basically. So, and then I translated it into something that that was kind of like an affirmation for me. And because I feel like a lot of rap music people say it's like violent and all that and sexist, which on one hand it is. But on another hand, I feel like rap music and hip hop music is deeper and it means different things to black people than it does to outsiders. So, for example, when CD Girl said, I don't work jobs, bitch, I am a job. A translation for that is, I don't work for money. Money works for me. I am excessively abundant and I attract money effortlessly. Period. And that's just what it is. And this week, basically, um, my affirmation was, I am worthy. I am that bitch. I'm the baddest bitch in the world. I'm pretty. I'm smart. My soul is beautiful. My future is bright. And anyone that comes into my life adds value because my discernment is on points. Okay? So that's my affirmation for this week. And just how I I basically made that up. But how I got to that point is that I took songs that resonated with me and then I translated it. And then eventually I'm at the point where I can just like make it up. So affirmations need to be in your voice, not white wellness voice. So start out with picking a song, picking a lyric, and then translate it what it means to you. And then eventually just make the affirmation what it is for you. Like make up an affirmation. Look in the mirror and be like, bitch, you fine as hell. And quit letting these niggas play with you like you not. And that's just really what it is so that is my wellness tip for this meditation minute and please 
like, subscribe, share Self Care Game Podcast, leave us good um, ratings, and also follow us on Instagram at selfcare.gang. And, you know, leave us comments. And y'all have a good week. Bye.